What's up, bro? Hey, how's it going? You good today? Amazing. You know what? I learned something from my dad a long time ago that if you want to do something, you always got to have plan A. Right. If it ain't working, you got to have, have plan, plan B, B right? right? And today right. we got a guest from plan B, plan B group. Please welcome the one and only Mr. Hamid Singh. Hey. Hey. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's um uh, it's it's a pleasure to have you. You know, we've uh we've followed your journey. We're talking about it is off air a couple of minutes ago and uh it's a surreal moment to have you uh, here facing with us. So I'm uh, all uh available for uh, the industry for people and i don't think they probably have still arrived lo long way to go right so plan b yes uh, i'm serving proudly plan b thank you, you thank know, you he, he's uh mr Hamid has, has uh, made a name for himself in this industry uh, right and everybody that has started off you know always would look up to certain people who've uh, built empires within this industry right you, know, you go to an event that's really huge it's beautiful right who made this Oh, I wish I could do this. And you see the name. Oh, True. Plan B, plan B. True. So, and, yeah. you know, we've been doing events for quite some time. And everywhere we go, whether it's a sports event, it's an exhibition, or it's a cultural show, it's a kiddie show in the mall, whatever. You always see that red and white logo right? with letter B from afar. So if I'm walking in the mall and there's like a show happening down, so like, for example, like the, the mascots and stuff, and then I see like, oh, Letter B. Oh, it's Plan B. Oh, it's these guys again. They're all over the place. So well, it's 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 well great. Done, Michelle, well, Michelle. It's it's a, definitely a journey, and right didn't happen overnight. So yeah, I'm I'm happy uh, and as good as my team. Right. So it's uh, there's a lot of uh, long hours, uh, blood and sweat that goes behind. Right. If you see the letter B. So yeah, there's a lot of hard work that's gone beyond uh, and behind the scenes. So yeah. right. Yes. So before we dig into like the history of Plan B and all of that stuff, we want to like. What's happening with you now? Like, what's the latest? What's going on? Now, we know there is the pandemic and it's hit the events industry hard. But you personally, what are you up to these days? See, I have uh, been uh, an avid follower and uh, get into my research mode for a lot of things that what we are looking at, right. not only here, but internationally. Yes, uh, the true belief of uh, having been in the right place at the right place uh, in the right time as well. I've been here and weathered the storm after 2008. So okay. the recession. So I'm not uh, somebody who's uh, unknown to the fact how things and how market works. Right. And the immense faith on the leadership is uh, is something probably I, it gives me a lot of positives in what is going to happen. And being a part of a lot of government initiatives, talking to a lot of people, I feel that there is uh, there's definitely uh, light at the end of the tunnel. Right. But uh, this has been a dynamic situation uh, with the the world coming to a stop. Right. Coming to a halt. So I. I've been watching uh, a lot of webinars, a lot of uh, sessions from a lot of people who've been talking, but no direction. Right. So a month back, uh, beginning of uh, June, uh, one fine night, and that's when the frustration comes out. So I spoke to one of my partners uh, in the events industry, Pash from Red Milo. Right. So I spoke to him uh, and he was of the same uh, view that uh, there's no such direction that the events industry or like. Right. Why should I be looking at I am the events industry? There's, right. a, there's a larger platform, freelancers, an MC, right. uh, a lot of people. So we collated uh, the start of uh, of an initiative that created ILEA, which is the only association over here to acknowledge and to see that there is uh, more than what it meets the eye and uh, 100 members don't count for an events industry. So we That's took amazing. that uh, flag uh, up and above and we created a pathway. Now we're reaching out to the government uh, authorities to look at that we as a collective uh, 
platform right we got a lot to think of and a lot to support for and uh, all positive there's a covid uh, uh, crisis committee that's been formed yes i'm a part of it uh, it okay. just had an expansion uh, yesterday so nice. a few more players uh, joined in from the industry from different sectors so i can assure you that we are fighting for everyone and we are, we are making sure that we all have got this uh, this patch to be taken down so that we are back uh, on track the, again. Yes. That, that's, yeah. that's a great initiative that uh, you and uh, your team have taken uh, taken in because I, I myself wanted to thank you on my behalf, on our behalf of actually approaching the government with uh, a solution for the events industry because as you mentioned, the events industry does contribute a lot in the city, Dubai, yeah. Abu Dhabi and... Um, we were talking about this last week that, you know, as people from the events industry you know yes we may not be doctors or frontliners per se but when it comes down to like bringing and providing happiness for families we are an instrument for that right like whenever a family goes out let's say for a picnic at a park or your kid wants to watch some shows you know in any place we are you know the instruments of of, of doing that i'll uh, i'll add to that because i think that we are soul over here the body is perfect, but then again, if we are the ones who are actually making that flow as well, and we are the soul. Yeah. The the sad part about uh, of our industry has been that we don't have a common platform. We always have been looked in as add-ons to tourism, yes. to things. And I am someone who calls uh, the elephant in the room, so I am not diplomatic or politically correct. And this time around, it's a fabulous opportunity for all of us to look at that as a sector the first thing is to get recognized right if we get recognized then it is going to be something that is going to be for the future as well for right. me not for me but then again also the people who are going to come later on as well right certain standards so when we say we want to be recognized how exactly are we planning to do that like with your leadership with mr patch ang for example like because i've seen a letter we've seen a letter right right so i think everything was worded correctly and all that so thank you but how do you think are we working towards getting recognized from the government uh first of all we have uh, made sure that uh nx shares uh, have been increasing with a lot of companies joining hands and uh, it's not uh, i would i would actually abstain from calling this as uh, my initiative it's our initiative yeah right uh and this is not about me who needs to probably just survive it's uh, it's to i've got a three-step uh, feature and it's uh, three s's that i'm looking at uh, survive uh, stabilize and then start so all survive, these three stabilize s's, and start yes nice. it is it is the formula right now yes sir so for us to probably get recognized is that probably what is events uh, a sector for everybody at the moment prior to this was event management company for some yeah. it was exhibition for some yeah. it was uh, the production houses for some it was maybe freelancers so all of this has have different and separate voices right so what we have done now collated everything together because anything that we are looking in for is a relief and a plea so it's not something that we can dictate anything yeah. but then again as a plea we want the authorities to look at and if you look at what's happened yesterday which was uh, already in discussion so we had uh, no right to talk about it prior to that but then again the shuffling and the strengthening of uh, the ministries is a very a positive take if you if you might probably see how it unfolds yeah. it's a very aggressive move because at the moment we might not feel that what's coming our way but then again the policy is that now it's going to be more uh, sort of proactive looking at different penetration models and looking at the industries to survive yeah yes. uh, 
tourism is a main 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 feature of a main pillar of uh, yes. of our of a region sure. uh, but don't forget events and that's where if we are not going to be recognized that's step one then we are always going to be looked in by the way you know? right yeah, yeah. and we don't we don't guys. want that like yeah no. like those guys you know we want to be we want to feel like yeah these great guys are a part of us and not like yes. oh yeah it's those guys again so you know what you could wait in the line yes. all right great point now Let's talk about the history of Plan B. Now yes. we're going to talk about more about you, since so we know what's what, happening in the industry, right? What's so. what's Mr. Hermit's background? What what, what yeah. made you who you are today? Uh, I think uh, I have uh, had this discussion conversation prior to this, and a lot of times it's been written as well. But I'll repeat it in the summarized version so that the hype is, <laughs> hype is still created. <laughs> yeah, we make hype about it. The hype is still there. Uh, I come from uh, a very affluential family back uh, home in India, in Delhi, and uh, a Punjabi boy with uh, a pampered uh, son for the family, and uh, never worked hard uh, prior to that with the businesses that we had. Uh, but the downfall in uh, our industry, which was uh, uh, electronics, okay, made sure that probably I had to look out for things that I wanted to do. Yeah, and uh, apparently I tried my hands as a spoiled brat initially in India. And failed miserably. Wow! So and that didn't work out for you. That didn't work out, and uh, my father one fine day asked me, "So this is gone now. So what's your plan B?" So till day, I tell him what my plan B is. So that's so, where the name originated from. Okay, ah. Ah. that's nice. I always, like that. Always had a back of my mind, and uh, it stuck me actually. And uh, right. So I, I had uh, a very very. Important phase, a chapter of my life of a reality check, uh, where I found myself with no money, okay. uh, having my second child uh, about to be born. This was still back home. This was still back home. So right. I had to make a choice. I landed up in uh, the land of dreams, Dubai. Uh, this was what year, if I may ask? 2003. Okay. Okay. And uh, 2003, I landed uh, in the in the best months of. Uh, of uh, the weather that probably permits over here in May, okay. so I had no clue on uh, the weather and everything else. I got acclimatized to a lot of things. But you just uh, came to the desert. You're like, oh my god, desert, yeah. it's hot. Yeah. So I had to look out for a job. Okay. Apparently, that didn't come uh, naturally because I haven't worked for anyone, and I've just come down to a reality check of uh, making a CV, copying someone's uh, things from the internet, and right. stuff. Right. So I did all of that. And, right. Uh, I after. On the visit visa, 15, 20 interviews later, I was losing hope. I was a believer, but then again, I had to walk. Didn't have money, so I had to get a nosebleed every every second wow. day because it was very hot. It was very yeah. hot. You're not yeah. used to the, you know the weather and all that. So I was looking at uh, rejection all the time. So the last one that was uh, that actually just uh, brought the the Punjabi out. In in a good way, <laughs> okay. So I walked out of that interview, and uh, because the same questions were repeated, uh, what is your local experience? What, do you have a license? I only brought in. I'm uh, I'm a lit. Uh, I'm a graduate in English literature. Right. Uh, I'm uh, I'm good at writing, so I'm a poet as well. I feel I'm emotional. Right. So that's what my qualities are. But I know how to sell. So that's what I brought on the table. But the last one I just mentioned, uh, if I don't get a job. You owe this to me, and he asked right. me, "How do I owe this to you?" I said, "Because somebody gave it to you. If you give it to me, I will get the experience. I'll get the license. I will be somebody who can actually you be you'll be proud of." So right. pass on the baton. So you sold yourself, basically. I sold myself, but yeah. I was aggressive at that point, and uh, I left. And you uh, were hungry. 
I was hungry. I, I, I was desperate. Right. Say, I had a reason as well. So, uh, forty-five minutes later, I got a call. Come back, and the gentleman said, "You have fire. Don't let it go down." I said yes, uh, and that was the start, uh, beginning of uh, a very important chapter of my life where wow. I was working. How old were you at the time? At that point, I was uh, 29. Right. I landed over here, and uh, that was a late start. Right. I always uh, seen myself as a late bloomer, so age is just a number. See? Yeah, true. Age is just a number. Yeah. Age is still young, yeah. right? But hold on a second. So you came here without without the money, struggling, and all that, but you came from a very nice family back home. Yes. Did you ever tell your dad, "Hey, dad, can you give me some money or handouts because I need this when I go to Dubai. I don't want to suffer." Uh, no, the business uh, slumped for everybody. My parents as well. Right. The business was lost. Oh, okay. So wow. once uh, that was over, because uh, of again uh, a common factor from now and from uh, that period was uh, China. Okay. <laughs> so electronics was taken over, and uh, right. our industry suffered a lot. So right. My dad, uh, I, I I take a lot of uh, sort of uh, things from my parents uh, who have been hardworking as well. So Values. I think I when I recognize that. Hard work is the only way that probably could be. Then right. it, there was no looking back. Right. And uh, I have worked 16 to 18 hours, stayed in Sharjah, uh, had the sharing taxis for five dirhams from city center to uh, to Dera, right. going back as well. So I've I've seen all uh, the Dubai's charm for 10 months. I worked uh, my heart out. So you came in 2003. I think it's the same year when Burj Khalifa was trying to like being constructed, right? Uh, that's when uh, the property real estate was coming in as well. Springs were being sold, right? Uh, and uh, you could probably see that if uh, you went to Hard Rock Cafe in Jebel Ali, yeah. you were, yeah. you were out of Dubai. Yeah. So, yeah. at the time where you were growing in Dubai, 2003 onwards, it's also safe to say that he was growing at the same rate as Burj Khalifa. You know, so Burj was going up, the, and this is going up too. At the same time, the industry wasn't that big. Yeah. At the time, you had only a few major key players, which I still have a question. I'm going to ask him about that. Right. We do that later on. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so. But for now, so let's go back to your first job here. How long did you work in there? Ten months. Ten months. Okay. And then after that, when did you decide? You know what? I'm going to establish my own company. No, there's a little uh, missing link over here. Okay. okay. So it was not the job that uh, I wanted to give up on. It was the fact that. Uh, Like uh, sadly, at times, and that's what I've taken up uh, as a point in my life. Uh, when you have to pay salaries, do that on uh, on on point, and then my commissions were not paid, and I had a family. So after a month, when I came over here, I brought my family over here. Okay. As stupid as I was, but then again, I took up uh, an apartment for fourteen hundred dirhams a month when I was drawing a salary of two thousand seven fifty. So wow. I had some cash, so I was utilizing that, but uh, money didn't come, so I resigned. And uh, I was been uh, bestowed with uh, uh, with a trophy called ban. <laughs> oh. So I was banned for six months, not to come back. Really? By my employer, and uh, I was again very aggressive at that point because I I stood up for myself. Right. And uh, I was clear that my daughter's one year is not going to be wasted. And he said, uh, No, you're not going to be back. I said, You're not God. Of course. And exactly that's what happened. So I worked hard for ten months. I had a lot of clients that they never had. I brought in, and I was working from one to four when Dubai used to be closed at that point. 
uh, there used to be a break in right, Dubai. Right, in between. Oh, I used to be. I, I didn't it, know it this. was like a Saudi thing. In Saudi, if you go uh, certain uh, periods of time, they close like the the businesses, right. then they they resume again. But this is for everybody, not just everybody. the construction, right? Uh, yeah. Not construction, but it was mostly towards the old Dubai. New yes. Dubai was coming up, so the timings were changing. Okay. Media City was there then. Okay. Right. So I had made a lot of inroads because I didn't have money to go back home between one and four to rest. So I was working. Uh, when I left, uh, I got an offer from uh, one of the media city companies, which was uh, into media selling. Okay. And they offered me and uh, I was jump jumping on it because I had to come back. And within two months, I was back by the grace of uh, Almighty. Uh, actually, the, the words that was that there's only one God and so. he was there. So I, I'm a firm believer since, since uh, my beginning of my life. I came back, uh, my uh, salary was 6,500. Wow, that's like triple from almost triple, right? From the last one. Yes, and uh, commissions were also good for me to come across. Within a month, I was drawing 13,000 dirhams. Wow. And uh, my family was back. But two months, three months down the line, uh, everybody uh, that I brought in the old organization figured out that the service levels were not there and their jobs were getting rejected. Everything was not hunky-dory. Wow. Yeah. They started finding me, chasing me. I had my own number. And they followed me and they asked me if I want to work. I said, I'm not working uh, in the company anymore. And that's not the industry that I'm working. They said, we would like to work with you as a freelancer as well, if you want to. Okay. I went to my uh, my employer and I asked him if I'm allowed to. And he was a very nice person. Uh, he's nice. still here. I'm not going to name him. But yeah. <laughs> but whoever you are, major shout out to you, sir. Salute. So he told me, Harmik, uh, if you're finishing and the, our job is not hampered, you have five days a week, uh, 10 to five, whatever that you do after it's your life. Right. So that's he, really cool. Yeah. He gave me an approval for that. Uh, it was no clash, uh, no overlap. So I, I started a new chapter that was, uh, the gear two, uh, where I started working for myself, freelancing, uh, and within three months I was taking home 250,000 rooms to 300,000 rooms a month. Wow. All coming cash. Marshall. Wow. Hey, that's, you know, every time I hear him talk, I'm just imagining myself. And I'm just getting inspired and inspired. And, inspired. and it always tells me those late nights that you don't sleep at night is going to work out. We'll do that. It's Marshall, all going to work Marshall. out. So from 13,000 dirhams to a couple of months later, 250, 300,000 dirhams cash. We're talking about cash, not like post dated check. Yeah. How does that feel? That was. Uh, that felt actually magical and uh, as if you're in a trance. Right. And I, I like that. Stop it. I so like that. I was going in uh, with see when it's it's with everything in life. If you get appreciated, you bring right. that that much more harder. And that's where right. you need to probably draw a line when you're not appreciated, which was my first job. You should not give up. And that's what probably that prompted me. And that that's uh, where my life has been about challenges uh, when the roads were blocked. I didn't turn back. I thought that no, if the road is road is blocked, I have to make my own path. Right. And that's very important life lesson that I've learned. Like now as well, it, it comes in uh, handy with any situation that's thrown at us uh, that, okay, this is a problem. Let's not run away from it. We will face it, we'll find our own way. Right, yeah. so from 300,000 doing freelance jobs, did you leave your original work or you were still doing yes, it? Because no, you were earning I, more. I, I could not uh, be on two boats because uh, I was working from five o'clock till four in the morning yeah. wow. uh, and still in Sharjah. I was driving then, but uh, still it was a 
tough call on me to be reaching office and being uh, and I don't want to have uh, anything that probably I will not be justifying my my responsibilities right a very politely asked that I would be leaving I was been uh, not asked a question and they they actually just uh, congratulated me on whatever and then plan B was formed wow till the time plan B was formed uh, the name was uh, secured it took 3 months 4 months uh, for okay. the company to be coming on live and the bank account uh, when i signed on the bank account uh, i had uh, 1.9 million dirhams checks in my hand i i'm out of words like how yeah, to say i am impressed i am amazed i am motivated you're inspired. inspired by your story you know from 2700 dirhams to 1.9 million now where was the first office of plan b Al and what was the first event that you did alkush was uh, the office that probably was i had the uh, clients that were regular clients so i started with the the lowest hanging fruit of uh, providing uh, brands with digital printing right okay. and uh, my job was to probably come along and uh, have all the seasons and things uh, from lal's group was my first uh, account lamsi plaza good old days okay so, good old days you're right uh, i brought in uh, the late night uh, sort of uh, features that actually turned uh, at that point was creatively because as a as a writer and a poet creativity for flows in different forms and okay. i've never repeated myself so we came up with a lot of new strategies how the when you go and how to be seen in a clutter so then it started with digital printing then i added on uh, production work right, uh, right which was the next step so it was regular business but the biggest one came uh, in uh, in 2006 uh, with the uh, Dubai Festival City okay and Dubai Festival City was supposed to open on um, first week of December right and apparently uh, they were not ready so they had uh, all the uh, all the outlets to be probably opened up because there were deadlines that we had right. to meet so first time ever came uh, 3D holdings okay and uh, holdings that could probably just have a message so it's not boring dull that the mall is not open but then again it becomes like a walkway right so i had my biggest check of 7.8 million dirhams then um and you were like what 32 years old yeah i was i'm still <laughs> <laughs> i like that and that's there i like that yeah stanner how do you handle rejections uh i or what I, was the worst rejection you ever had i've had many actually and uh that that's where uh, i would probably just not pick any they all dear to me uh, okay. all, all the rejection uh, uh, incidents have been my chapters and trust me this it spurs me up you tell me that it's not going to be and uh, you're not fit enough i will try that much harder i'll yes. i'll go down i'll stand up i'll go down i'll stand up right now uh, amongst a lot of uh, industries it's not easy for anyone to survive as yeah. well yeah i'm still here because there's an opportunity for a lot of people who might probably just look at it. and I'm, I'm just uh, calling the elephant in the room again uh, there's a lot of people who might be looking at that okay once uh, things are just a little bit more lighter they're going to leave this country right yeah no i'm not going to leave this country this country gave me everything and uh, i belong to this country this country belongs to me and uh, i'm not going to show my back i am going to make sure that probably we turn this around as well nice I'm going to talk to my like wife it. tonight because <laughs> she's been telling me all the time, go back to Amman, yeah, they're going to take care of you in Amman. I'm like, but I was born here. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so there's just um, a lot of uh, like very honest, like I'm out of words. You know how I would describe, like I'm picking a lot of positivity, right? Um, energy and just you know motivation from you. So thank you again for for the the kind words. So yeah, you got a question. So when when you first started, okay. 
Um, what do you wish you would have known back then? Or, like what you know now that you could have taken back then and implemented it when you first started? Uh, I think a learning uh, has got its uh, versions. Right. So if you want to be probably reaching to a building of uh, 100 floors, yeah. you don't straight away come from the first to the hundred. So each floor has been a lesson for me. And each time that probably I've learned something, it had a valid reason. And it only just made me who I am right now. I think uh, a lot of people that tend to probably just use you yeah. is certain thing that probably, and that's the emotional part of it because I have stood up for everybody, including the community right now. And uh, anything that I can do, I'm a firm believer. If you have a bread, we can share it. And we all need to probably just do what we can uh, for the for the community. Right. A lot of people take advantage of it that and that breaks uh, a lot of things that probably you might be probably looking at your emotional side so uh, i might have probably just wished i would have known a lot about a few people that probably took me through a lot of uh, emotional uh, sort of lows that's it but you just brush it off and continue and take it as a life sure. experience See? exactly Enough so cake for everybody i, I like that there's there's because we, we we have this um i would say like a mantra or something like there's always cake for everybody so you were talking about there's always bread for everybody yeah. so it's yes. it's really true you know spreading the good word spreading a lot of blessings to others so that's that's amazing now let's talk about your company amidst what's happening now with the pandemic we're talking about there's a, a light ahead of the tunnel what are the projects that you're working on right now with plan b like moving forward see i've uh got things that i can uh, i cannot discuss yeah of course, of course. Thing yeah that is happening right now but we have uh, like everybody else uh, we've also just uh, got ourselves more digitally active okay uh, so we have been uh, working on uh, our first uh, application uh, my home videos has just been launched okay uh, which is uh, probably the saner and uh, and a more uh, sort of presentable uh, brother of tiktok okay <laughs> <laughs> so it's to create content and, right uh, and uh, we are our first season is on and we are we, we are very happy to see that how things are coming together for people uh, during when they are having time on their hands and right. getting their families together coming up with a video uh, less than two minutes uh, with a message nice uh, so uh, we have a lot of plans uh, lined up right now we are Great. working with a lot of initiatives which is from the government as well okay so i cannot disclose a lot of but course then again yes i can only assure you that uh, up there uh, with the vision, they all uh, are working towards bringing everybody out of this. Good so, times ahead. So. You know, we were talking about Dan Balton guesting here um, a couple of days ago. We were talking about the words new normal and Dan had his own version of it. What are your thoughts about these words? The new normal. My new normal uh, is that uh, we need to probably look at how we used to work earlier. I'm yeah. not going to talk about that we need to be digitally active and there's a lot of new versions of uh, how events is going to be. Right. Trust you me, uh, whatever that I'm going to say right now, it's going to change tomorrow because things are like constantly evolving. It's evolving. Yeah. True. Before we know, it's going to be probably packed houses as well. So right. I'm not going to probably just uh, go into a mode where people think negative. The new normal is, do you know that why uh, this, this kind of a session should be taken very positively? Yeah. Four months, five months, when the world came to a halt. Yeah. There was something that we were not doing right. There were certain things that probably I would consider why people have looked in that we need to probably just look at being so selfish that we only think about what we can do. There has to be a sustainable model. Right. There has to be an ecosystem where everybody's got a right, an equal right to actually work, 
to sustain everybody has got the same uh, kind of criteria of for supporting their family right wow. so at this point i'm talking from the perspective of the industry i've given uh, 10 points to ilia and all of this is going to be discussed in a very very open format which is going to be announced very soon as well okay. this takes care of a freelancer this takes care of everybody who's here and i want that the local fraternity which is us the local uh, organizations right. you have opened an organization you are working over here i think uh, vocal for local this is what i told uh, dan as well nice. that any business that probably happens over here should we should be getting the first right, right. because we have just evolved away this is our home ground so, so any events anything any work that is coming from outside as well we should be the ones for the first recipients right. rather than bigger events going out to international companies and they come and take the 85% of the chunk and we are working for them of course right you know i've had this i've had this motto i used i discussed this with my uh, father-in-law as well because he has an uh, he has a tourism company right but we were as we were speaking we were discussing the same thing you were saying where as if if a big event comes why should an international company come in and take it so you have you have a hierarchy you have a company all local companies local base homegrown you have one company that has 100 employees they're the capable ones to handle the project at, at most like they can be the the head spearing everything let them take the biggest chunk right. at the same time you have the smaller companies and the SMEs that come in that can also add value to the projects right okay you do photography videography great let me see your work awesome five of you come here show me who's the good one True. you get the job but it's all locally based yeah we're all helping each other given out. more opportunity for local based um, organizers yeah. and this is the only way as an we as an industry in in uh, the united arab emirates or the gcc can grow i agree see there is there has to be we don't have any systems at the moment right and right now what happens is that uh with everything that comes together there's no norms that right. people follow So what I'm trying to do right now and that's going to be one of the points that you just mentioned is very very uh, apt and this is one of the points that I've had I've had that we should probably get uh, the kind of uh, sections for companies the bigger companies goes as group A right. group B group C and like and I told uh, similar sort of a uh, example that I gave at Dan's uh, podcast as well that like the airport you know yeah. you got the taxis queued up Yeah. every taxi gets a passenger right so we need to make sure that there's a sustainable model if you do that i've uh, proposed a, a subcontractor a portal right which is going to be that when the business comes it goes in for our industry not for somebody else so everybody gets an opportunity and of if course. you've got that next time somebody else should get it yes. sure so it should not be that probably oh i like you but that they, all my business is going to come to you that is going to kill the industry then sure. only it's going to be like rich are going to be becoming more richer and poor are going to be yeah. going more poor because what's happening is we got a monopoly of contracts you know and that's got a bad effect and a chain reaction to everybody especially the smaller players yes right you know, this is just like my my client so uh, i stopped working in dubai because there was a bit of a uh, uh, saturated competition all the time usual they, yeah as usual yeah So as an SME I I got an opportunity somewhere in the Northern Emirates mm. and someone approached me and um can you do this event for us? I was like yes great. I did the event for them and they loved it. So they kept on giving me jobs back to back. Now what I started doing for my end here, I started pulling in my people. Like oh uh, people that I worked with. Okay guys, you do photography videography, come please. This sure. is this is how much you get paid. Are you interested in it? Great. Let's do it. 
I'll pull my marketing people from here. I'll pull my suppliers Creatives. from Sharjah. And I, I always use different people. That's good. Always use different people. So I can, as you said, just keep the circle going because I want my circle to 100%, grow. 100%. True. 100%. You can't have a market being monopolized. Right. Because it becomes uh, so stagnated that, okay, fine, by default, I'm going to have all my business given to Steve. Right. So Steve is the one who's growing. But then again, what about when he, he's just started? He needs to get an opportunity. True. As well. There's yeah. no cake for everybody then if that's the case. True. Right. True. Now, last two questions. Where do you think is the events industry events industry headed in the next 10 years? I think events industry is heading towards uh, a very important uh, phase, which is going to be on ground as well as online. Right. Uh, there has to be a combination. There has to be also looked in for certain kind of criteria because I don't think that probably we are ready as of yet for the next phase because we are all uh, struggling. Right. right. So the struggle part needs to be probably, like I said, my three S is, uh, is to do with survive, stabilize and start. So the starting point has to be the next 10 years has to be an ecosystem. Right. And uh, I firmly believe right now I've spoken to people that I've never spoken to me uh, in my life. And we always thought that we we're com competing with each other. Yeah. The first phone call was so pleasant. And uh, all of them like have been like, Harmeek, this is a great thing that you've reached out. I would have not done that. So, but in a way, what we're doing, we're erasing boundaries. And this is also one more uh, objective for the events industry to look at. You know, don't be played. Don't get played. Yeah. Because if there's no copyright uh, feature over here. So one of the uh, one of my friends uh, from the industry never spoke before. He said, uh, so they might have shown uh, <coughs> my designs to you as well. I said, uh, so you saw mine. I said, yes. <laughs> so that's that's where, you know, if you're not talking to each other or if there's no model of sustainability, yeah. then you ever know. the client benefits because I might have probably just taken that for 100 dirhams. Right. He quoted 75 and the market standards go down. Right. Yeah. So if there's an ecosystem and a standardization, which I have already proposed, and this is even if uh, things uh, probably get delayed, I am going to put in my all and I'm going to make sure that it's been heard and it becomes a norm. Yes, so we talk. Yeah, that's where the communication and a sustainable model will always help. Sir. Yes, sir. And uh, if anybody goes off, that's where I've proposed. And this is again, I'm uh, saying on the camera, I want a certification system. Right. So if there's an ecosystem, if there's a certification, if you've done something, so you're going to be debarred of that. And that is a pool that gets the business so that you don't do this again. So yeah, I like that. Okay, final question for today before we play a little game later. Sure. What is hype about you? What is hype about me? Uh, I think uh, the hype, and which is very true, I walk the talk for uh, being uh, being a human. That's the foremost that I've learned from my faith. Uh, I don't like to compare any faiths, but then again, all the faiths lead us to the same. Uh, right. Well. So this period has uh, given me opportunities to look at uh, how much we have actually connected right. with a common thread called pain. And uh, and I and I and I thrive on that because I've seen a lot of people. I am fortunate that I'm sitting over here and talking about it. There's a lot of people outside, and if you can, or if anybody can, I've been trying to see that I can provide shelter, I can provide food. People who have actually been uh, not treated in the right format. I think the hype about me is having a heart. Hype about me is uh, being human, and uh, I come from an ethnic background, and I'm proud of it. Thank you, sir. You know, I call him Mr. Mr. Hermit is going to be on my, my top five. Yeah. Top five <laughs> you know, personalities of people, of people to, to reach to. 
True. And once I'm there, I'll be like, okay, guys, remember? I said I was going to reach there. Hey. True. And the reason why I keep calling, I don't usually call people sir and all that stuff, but I, I, I do it because not just because you're a CEO or you're a successful businessman, but because I respect you a lot. Right. For the things that you were back there and to when, what you did you to where you are now. And I'm sure that all of your staff in the office, all of your team members are so happy to be working with Plan B. So, thank you so much. And I would like to thank my team as well. And uh, we all going through the same cycle at the moment. Yeah. And I hope that uh, the the respect is retained with our next actions as well. And we will see that it is not only for us, but for right. the whole industry. Thank you. Good times ahead. That's all I could say. So there we go. We got a had a great episode today. Really, thank you, Mr. Yeah, Singh. Really, really had a too. had a lot of positive vibes from you. So thank you. Thank you for having me. And I hope that probably it made any sense of, of course. Uh, being uh, on this table and uh, being a part of hype and creating some hype. Yes. So thank you, Mr. Hamid Singh. Thank it's you. a pleasure to have you. And uh, we're going to invite you back in the future. Definitely. I'm going to be looking forward for that. Inshallah. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for the episode. Thank you guys for watching. And we are out. out.